Hi, Ann Pearson here. And before I begin today's episode, I'm excited to tell you about the Paralegal Bootcamp's new three-step roadmap to manage cases like a rock star paralegal. If you're fairly new to litigation, this quick start guide will help you figure out three things that you can be doing to help you better anticipate what the attorney needs before they have to ask for it. It'll help reduce some of those last minute scrambles, especially if you're working for an attorney who's a procrastinator or someone who doesn't always share all of the important case information with you. I put this three-step roadmap into a downloadable PDF for you, and it's completely free. You can get yours on our website at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash three steps. Hi there, you're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. You went through your paralegal certificate program, and now you're looking for a job. But unfortunately, the fact that you have spent all that time and money preparing yourself to become a paralegal, it can feel fruitless when you're struggling to find that first paralegal job. Of all the posts I see on social media, whether it's in Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups, this is the biggest struggle for new paralegals. How do I get my foot in the door when everyone says they want two or more years of experience, but no one is willing to give me that experience? There could be things that you are unknowingly doing that are preventing you from landing that first paralegal job. And I'm going to talk about the big three in today's episode. But before I tell you about those three, let me start by saying that in this job market, If you're seeing a job posting for a paralegal with at least two years of experience and you have zero experience, I would still apply. Employers, especially in the legal industry, are having a really hard time filling open positions right now. If there was ever a time in history when law firms are more willing to look at hiring entry-level paralegals, it's now. That being said, I would caution you in applying for a paralegal position that states they're looking for at least 10 years of experience. Here's why. They're most likely trying to fill a position that the hiring manager knows that new person's not going to get much training. They need to come in and immediately know what to do, or the attorneys on the team are not going to be very patient with mistakes or willing to provide training. But if the ad says anything less than that, say two to five years of experience, in this job market, you have a shot at landing that position. But and this is a big but, that's only going to happen if you're not making these three big mistakes. One, your resume has mistakes or formatting issues. When you're trying to land your first paralegal position, you must make sure that you have an impeccable resume with absolutely no mistakes. This may seem like a no-brainer, but you would be surprised at how many people send out resumes with typos or other errors. Usually, it's because you're in too much of a hurry to get the resume submitted. You're better off submitting it the next day if that means you have extra time to do one more proofread 
One skill that I talked about in an earlier podcast episode was attention to detail. Attention to detail is a skill that goes beyond just proofreading. I'll include a link to that episode in the show notes. I'd recommend that you have at least one other person proofread your resume before you start applying for jobs. And be sure to tell that person that you want their brutal honesty. If it's your mom and she doesn't want to hurt your feelings, that does no good whatsoever. Look, I'm just going to be blunt here. If you can't take the time to make sure your resume is absolutely perfect, you are going to struggle and it's going to take you a lot longer than other paralegal graduates to land a position. I want to give you an example of something I see a bunch on social media. Someone complains about the whole, they won't hire me without experience, but how do I get experience if no one will hire me? I get it. It's the chicken and egg thing. But then how is it that three of your fellow classmates in that paralegal program just landed jobs without any experience? I'm not saying this to upset anyone, but too often I get messages on LinkedIn from someone saying that same exact thing and their resume has errors in it. Here's a good sort of what I'd call a litmus test to know if it's your resume that's holding you back from getting a position. Ask yourself, how many times have you submitted your resume compared to how many times you've received an interview request. If you've submitted your resume to 30 or 40 employers and you've not received a single callback and you're applying for entry-level positions, then it's probably your resume. Look, you might be perfect for that paralegal position, but the employer is never going to know it if they never get to the interview phase with you. The actionable strategy for this first one is go watch the video I did on drafting resumes. I did it last year, maybe the year before, but it's still relevant. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Okay, let's move on to mistake number two. You use a boilerplate cover letter addressed to whom it may concern, talking about how you would be such a great asset to this company. Instead, you should write a strong, specific cover letter for each position you apply to instead of a copy and paste version that gets sent to everyone. This is especially important when you have no paralegal experience. You have to find a way to connect your life experiences and transferable skills to that paralegal position you're applying for. A resume doesn't necessarily do that. The cover letter is a great way to do that. All right, number three, you go into the job interview with the wrong mindset. I've got two different areas of the mindset that I want to talk about for this one. The first one is the mindset that you're capable of doing this job. Even if you lack hands-on paralegal experience, the ones that they're looking for, that doesn't mean you can't quickly learn the ropes, assuming that you're going to be getting some on-the-job training. You know, I've conducted hundreds and hundreds of job interviews over the past three decades. And you know which one stands out the most in my memory? And it took place probably 20 years ago. When I was a paralegal manager, I was approached by a senior partner who said his longtime client and friend, an in-house counsel at a big corporation in Atlanta, that this client's brother's wife's sister or something like that, she was moving into town and was looking for a job. The partner knew that I had a paralegal position open and asked if I would take a look at her resume and give her a courtesy interview, meaning you don't have to consider hiring her just because I'm telling you to interview her. Just agree to interview her. So I did, reluctantly. 
Her resume looked good. There were no errors. She had a great cover letter. The problem was she only had an undergrad degree, no paralegal certificate, no paralegal experience. In fact, no legal experience whatsoever, not even as a receptionist in a law firm. But I agreed to interview her, so I did. She showed up to this interview with such a vibrant personality, confident, comfortable, easy to talk to. And well, she just thoroughly impressed me. I knew from how she answered those questions and her attitude, she'd make a great paralegal with some training. I convinced the attorneys on the team to interview her, even though they said the same thing. Okay, as a favor to that partner, sure, but you realize she has no experience, right? Yep, I realize that, but I think you need to see what I saw in that interview. They interviewed her and agreed that she would be a great fit on their team. And with that willingness to learn that she had, she'd eventually be a great paralegal. So she got the job. I trained her. And you know what? She was a great paralegal. No experience, no certificate. She got the job because of her mindset, her attitude in that interview, and a perfect resume that didn't mess up her chances at getting to the point of the interview. Now I want to tell you a story that's the complete opposite about how your mindset and attitude in the interview could hurt your potential for landing that job. And that story is mine. Not a lot of people know this story. I know they will now because it's on the podcast, but I think it's important to tell. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or been a part of the paralegal bootcamp world, you know that I started the company in 2010. So it's been a while. Well, when I first left Big Law, I would frequently get contacted by recruiters wondering if I'd be interested in this position or that position, which I wasn't, until one day, a couple of years into the business, a recruiter reached out to me to see if I'd be interested in applying for a position at an AMLAW 10 firm, and it was a director position. It was a huge leap from the AMLAW 100 firm management position that I held before. And I thought, Well, the worst that can happen is that the firm now knows my company name and maybe they'll consider, you know, using me for training their paralegals. So I applied. I had a couple of Skype interviews and then the recruiter called to tell me that of the 250 applicants, they had telephone interviews with 84 people. And of those, they now chose three of them, three of those 84, and fly them out to San Francisco for in-person interviews. And I was one of those three. That's quite a compliment, right? They paid for my flight. They put me up for one night at the Four Seasons Hotel in San Francisco. So I spend the whole day in airports and on a flight. Then I go in for a five o'clock interview, five o'clock California time. So for me, it was eight o'clock Atlanta time, but that's okay. I was sitting in this plush, simply beautiful reception area of this huge law firm. As I was sitting there waiting for them to bring me back to the conference room, for one split second, I looked around and said to myself, I just don't know if I can go back to this lifestyle. I don't know if I want to give up my business and go back to work at a law firm. It was just a flitter of a thought. They came to get me. We had a great interview and it was more conversational than a question and answer kind of session, I felt pretty good about how it went. A few days later, the recruiter called me and said they chose one of the other three candidates. Then she added, you know, they really liked you 
or you wouldn't have gone that far in the interview process. So I asked them, why not you? The recruiter asked them. They told her she didn't really act like she was excited about the job, almost like she didn't want it. Now, I swear to you that I had wiped that thought out of my mind before I went into that conference room. But you know what? It doesn't work like that with mindset. Subconsciously, I didn't want to close my business and go back to work for a law firm. And the universe helped me out. Thank goodness. Because I wouldn't trade the last 10 years for anything. I absolutely love what I do every single day. So for your next interview, what kind of mindset do you want to have? Because that will help dictate what the result of that interview will be. All right. So those are our three mistakes that I see most often that you want to fix. The resume has typos or formatting issues in it. The cover letter is not specific enough for that position. It's a template cover letter. And the mindset or the attitude is off a little for the interview. All right. Thanks a lot for joining me today. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.